Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. That ain't so. Mark Lawrence isn't here again today. He's decided to take another day or two off to go hunting. But and the good I, news is I'm here. Yes, the good news is Steve Kushaloff has condescendingly, no, not condescendingly, graciously consented to be the co-host for the next three days. And it's always a pleasure to have you here, Steve. Always a pleasure, Joe. Well, most days. There we it's go. always a pleasure to have Lynn Hall as our producer. Good morning, Lynn. Great to have you with us this morning. On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Give us a call. It's an open phones day at 1-800-795-9565. On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, a family-owned dealership since 1915. They're on 4th Street in Sunbury and Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. You can check them out on the web at www.sunburymotors.com. They invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury, where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection, nitrogen for tires, and they're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday, 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. You can find them on the web at www.sunburymotors.com. Check out their online specials. You can build a Ford car, build a Ford car or truck to your specifications. Click on a coupon for the Works Fuel Saver package. The Sunbury Motor Company sells Ford, Hyundai, Kia cars. They're the premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks and all sizes of trucks. And best of all, they're a master towing service with decades of experience. On the Mark, brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Well... President Biden is off exhibiting his great weakness with Xi Jinping. Mm, I wouldn't say that. But uh, the big, a lot of the, people are saying that. The big news is going to be tonight when your hero uh, at, down at Mar-a-Lago announces. Uh, what's he going to announce, Joe? I don't know. And I'll tell you, do you think at some point in his announcement he will say, we had a great night last Tuesday, referring to the midterm elections? Do well, you think- he did. He did say that uh, something like 90% of the candidates he endorsed won. And that's, that's uh, well, that's what he says. That's what he says. Well, and, and the media has been saying that, too, based on his endorsement. So I don't know whether he had a good night or a bad night. He lost some key races that probably could have been won. And the argument is, I've heard from a lot of people, that uh, the Republicans picked different nominees. There are a number of those seats that could have easily been reversed, that the quality of the Republican candidates left something to be desired. Exactly, exactly. And but on the other hand, in New York, candidates. in New York, where the Democrats have lost a lot of seats in the state right. house and Senate, you know what? What does it? What did the party? What were the party being? What was the party being told there? I think they were being told, "Hey, crime is important to us. You know, you've got to get right. this under control." Yeah, I I agree with you. But it's interesting. New York State is about the only state where you had a lot of um, you might call it upsets where Republicans winning and it's hard to say how much of an upset it was but um, yeah the going over the the, uh, midterm elections 
analyzing. That's going to take uh, a long, it's going to take quite a while. And um, I wonder if either party, you know, even as I say this, I, I know it's a, a fallacy. I wonder if either party learned anything. And I don't think so, because I don't think parties, whether it's Democrat or Republican, the more I think, I don't think parties do learn it. As they used to say of the Bourbon Kings, they learn nothing and they forget nothing. The Bourbon Kings. I'm not a big bourbon <laughs> drinker. You're going to have to explain. France. France. Okay. I didn't think you were they referring. They learn nothing. They forget nothing. I think that's true of a lot of people. You know, they have long memories for every insult, every slight they've been dealt, but they don't really learn much from the lessons they've been taught. Boy, you're... I think my wife has said the same thing about me. Um, you know, it was back in, uh, I can remember, what, 20-some years ago after the Republicans suffered a pretty serious defeat. They had a big, um, you know, big, they got together at a meeting and they had this big analysis, et cetera, and then you saw a lot of the same thing. Like I said, I don't think parties learn anything. What you have to hope, as uh, if you if you are a, an advocate of one party or the other, you have to hope that the candidates in the coming elections learn something. I mean, um, I think I tried to make the point, and I thought you kind of you might have agreed with me that in some ways Republican candidates overreached. Uh, this year, particularly in the area of uh, uh, elections and in the area of uh, reproductive rights. You're talking abortion here. Re you like to call it reproductive yes, rights. I do. It's abortion. Hey, you can call it what you want. Uh, how about when you hear? Let me ask you: When you hear the phrase "pro-abortion," uh, do you think that's an? Uh, you think that's an appropriate phrase? Sure, if you support it, if you support it without limits, if you believe, as so many people have said on the Democratic side, without limitation, a woman's body, her right, her choice. Nobody is. Nobody is for. Abortion. Oh, I don't think I, that's you true. You know, I think there are people who may say they are for the right for a woman to choose to have an abortion. But, you know, let's face it, Joe, we are men, so we don't, we don't know exactly what you go through. But I've got to believe that undergoing uh, that kind of a procedure has got to be borderline, maybe not traumatic, but close to it. So, oh, I would agree with that. Okay. Uh, you know, and the thing that I've been... As I said to you, and of course you scoffed because uh, you uh, really have a terrible distaste for the man I'm about to mention, President Joe Biden. <laughs> there we go. Mr. Okay. Weakness. Mr. Yeah. Weakness. Hey, once again, Joe Biden got it right. Joe Biden Joe said Biden that, has been on the wrong side of every foreign affairs issue since the day he walked into the oh Senate. Oh, my God. Everyone. Uh, you know, Maybe you, one where he was right. You're, you know, you're the only person I know who's old enough that can probably probably uh, remember every issue, and I don't think you are correct there. Anyway, but when he said democracy was on the ballot, uh, I think a lot of people took that to heart. You know, what kind of, what? how could we call our, our country a democracy? We're not a democracy. We're a constitutional republic. Well, you know, you can call it whatever you want. You can look at whatever textbook you want. We're a democracy. No, we're a constitutional republic. Yeah. And how can you call us a democracy if... I don't. If, I call us a constitutional republic. Well, you know, you're Mr. Parse Words in Chief or something like that. How can you... If I could we get have this. democratic principles. Yes. I, will, I will agree to that. And one of those democratic principles is when you cast a vote, that vote 
counts. And how can we say that vote counts when we have people like Doug Mastriano, who says, you elect me as governor, I'll have control over the voting machines. If I don't like the vote, I'll throw it away he lost, or I'll he, change it. He lost it. and he conceded. He's done. That's fine. We're That's not going to hear from Doug Mastriano again, well, I don't think. I'm just using that as an example, Joe. But that's what I mean. Uh, I think what the voters did this time was reject a great amount of extremism on both sides, on the right and on the left. I always remember, you know, Warren Harding used to say what the nation needs now is not not nostrums but normalcy. And I think a lot of people feel that way today. Right. That, you know, we don't need somebody offering us a quick fix and a solution to all our problems. What we need is steady, calm leadership and strong leadership. And yet, you know, I got a big kick out of Biden smiling, with approaching Xi Jinping. He was smiling with his hand extended and anxiously walked toward his Chinese counterpart, who by contrast appeared dour. I mean, he didn't. He didn't look like he was excited to see. Almost dismissive of the American uh, the president. The scene could be likened to that of a young subordinate who just saw his boss and hurried his pace to welcome him, while the boss looked down his nose at the young upstart. Well, that's fine. So now we're going to analyze everybody's facial features and how they react to this. And have you ever heard of body language? It's a pretty big study of how people react, don't you think? Yeah, I've never. I don't know that I've ever seen Xi Jinping actually uh, smile. I'm I mean, uh, so, uh, you know, um, I don't... But he didn't bring up... Here's what cracks me up. The president allowed only four questions after his remarks at the press briefing. He was asked whether a Cold War with China is avoidable, and he said there need not be a new Cold War with China. Rather, we are in competition with China. That response ignores contrary history of unrestricted warfare that China's waging against the West using all Chinese instruments of power, such as economic, military, ideological, geopolitical, and technical. He didn't discuss with him the fentanyl crisis. He didn't discuss with him the origin of the COVID virus. You know, he just didn't discuss. uh, He he maybe touched on Taiwan somewhat, and then he said he didn't think the Chinese were going to invade. But that ignores the fact that Ping told his military to be ready to invade by uh, 2027. I'm sure he just, you know, we need, especially with what's happening in the Ukraine and Russia, uh, we need to be working uh, with China. And you've got to be, you've got to be a little bit uh, delicate as far as what you're going to bring up. You know, you don't need to discuss Taiwan well, this with was the Trump, China. though. You guys on the left were saying, oh, he's meeting with these dictators. He's kowtowing to them. He's not bringing up the tough stuff. He's Putin's puppet. How many times have I heard that? And you know, you brought up Trump. I wasn't even going to mention his name because when he would meet with dictators, etc., like Putin, we don't know what they talked about because, uh, you know, Trump wouldn't even let the people in there uh, to translate, and he certainly wouldn't let the notes. Trump may have been discussing the address of his new hotel in well, Moscow. And Biden may have been discussing more business deals for his son Hunter with the Chinese. That's well, a possibility, too, isn't it? No, <laughs> I don't think it is. Stan, you're on the mark this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the laugh, Steve. Now, Steve, this question's for you. You said that nobody wants abortion. Is that no. what you said? No. Yes, you did. You I said stand, a few minutes ago, nobody wants abortion. Stand, no, he said I nobody just, nobody favors abortion as an is, instrument. Nobody is pro-abortion. That's it. That's what just, you said. Oh, okay. So, so I missed that word. Well, I... I severely disagree with you because Planned Parenthood and abortion clinics across this country, that's their business model. The more abortions they do, the more money they make. 
Okay, maybe you're right, Stan. I don't know. Well, well, give me another reason. Give me another choice, an option. Because Planned Parenthood pushes for abortions. They don't push for the women that are pregnant to seek guidance elsewhere, to seek help elsewhere. They tell them to seek an abortion. And, and, and they're a racist organization because they set their clinics up in mostly minority areas. That's why they were formed to start with by Margaret Sanger. Thanks for the information, Stan. Margaret Sanger. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's truth, Steve, whether you like it or not. You know, when a woman, when a woman is considering ending a pregnancy, Planned Parenthood is one place she can go to get, uh, to get guidance and possibly, possibly have the pregnancy terminated. I don't... You mean murdered. Well, Stan, you know, I, I know you'd love to... I'd love... I know you would love <laughs> me to get excited and start yelling and screaming. I'm not going to do it, Stan. It's your nickel. You can say whatever you want. Don't. doesn't matter how it sounds. <laughs> Did you, you really think they say, uh, direct uh, the women to uh, pregnancy crisis centers to help them to work through their pregnancy, to have the child, and if they want to, put it up for abortion? Do you really think Planned Parenthood is doing that? I've never been inside a uh, Planned Parenthood uh, office, so I don't know what they're doing. Well, their business model is to do as many abortions as possible because they're also selling the baby parts for medical studies. Here we go. Experimentation. Here we go. And that's a proven fact, Steve, whether you like to hear it or not. So please tell me who doesn't, who isn't pro-abortion. Stan, where where is that a proven fact? I've heard that rumor thrown around from time to time, but I've never heard it as a proven fact. It's it's on video. Project Veritas has it on video. Whether you like Project Veritas or not, because they go against both sides. Well, that wasn't okay. one, that wasn't the whole no, group. That, that was proven. one. That was one 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 place, not the whole organization. That was one place where that happened. <laughs> no, it was more than one place. But whatever you think, what you want, but they're doing it. Okay, so if they're doing it, they're in it for the money. Well, they you know. period, and that's and so they are pro-abortion. Well, the example I used to Steve before we went on the air, I said, you know, this idea, my body, my choice. So you're standing on a bridge and a woman walks up to you, says, excuse me, I'm going to jump off this bridge and kill myself. So what are you going to do? Are you going to stand back and say, your body, your choice, honey, have a nice day? Or are you going to try and stop her? I think you're going to try and stop her because it's an an irrevocable decision. It cannot be rethought. Someone jumps off that bridge. They can't you can't bring it back. You know, and so maybe as they head down, they might be saying, gee, I wish I hadn't done that. But you'll never be able to know because you let them go. And I think that's I do think before anyone has an abortion, there should be some kind of counseling just to make sure they understand the ramifications of what they're doing. The fact that it's irreversible. And yes, I don't think it should be men doing that. I think it should be other women talking to the women and at least try to determine whether their mental health is adequate to make the decision. Well, Joe, mental health is not a, uh, a factor in any of this these days. You know, whether it's abortion or sex change with kids, none of the mental health is not is not not a factor. Okay, because it's if somebody decides they want to do something, okay, go do it. Doctors agree with it. Certain doctors, not all doctors. I, I won't paint with a broad brush. Certain doctors will agree with it. 
and it's you know the stuff that's going on in this country is just crazy. Hey, so, certain uh, certain parents will agree with it too, and 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 they're and they're wrong too. That's just insanity. I mean, to 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 physically harm and alter a child is insanity. It's also child abuse, in my opinion. Now, once a person turns 18, which is the age of majority, correct? Right. Mm. Then they are free to choose what they want to do with themselves. And then, okay, if they want to do something that crazy, fine, do it. But that's then. But before that, it's child abuse if the parents go along with it, in my opinion. And the doctors, too. The doctors view this hormone treatment. Now, we're off abortion into this. But it's basically the same thing. Not, you know, the way, the way the left has pushed this stuff, it's insane. Okay, we'll give you the last word because we got a break to take and another caller pending. Any, any final thoughts, sir? Not on that because that's, that's done. I mean, nobody's going to change any mind. People are setting their ways in that. But I do have a question for you, Joe. Okay. How's the Susquehanna Thruway coming? Because I haven't seen a lot about it, reports about it lately. North, How's things going with that? The north section is completely done, completely done. The south, that's from where to where? That's from the uh, start of the new bridge across and the connection up to I-180 and 405. All of that's done. Okay, cool. And they're, they're moving right. a lot of dirt on the southern section. They're still on the first contract. They're building a big box culvert uh, that is going to carry water, some water out of the way. They're building other retention ponds, and they're getting the ground ready for the second contract, which includes, like, nine bridges. I think it's nine bridges uh, that are smaller in scale than the big river bridge and a bunch of other construction. And the final contract would be the paving. So it's on time, it's on schedule, and it's moving. What is the completion date? 25 or 27? 25. I forget anymore. Still 25. 25. Yep. All right. Okay. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Take care. All right, Dale, hang on. We've got to take a quick break, and we'll get to you in just a minute. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan with Steve Kushaloff. Mark Lawrence taking the day off, next couple days off. And Lynn Hall is our producer, and Dale from Sunbury is On the Mark. Good morning, sir. Yeah, I just wanted to give uh, some food to your conspiracy theorists. I just want to say, you know, all these conspiracies, I mean, there's a lot of people like conspiracies because they think they can find answers. But the answers are not there. The problem is we have a virus, and the virus is called the World Economic Forum. Okay, so I just want to say, you know, with the coronavirus, the FBI sleeping, you know, the FBI is uh, the World Economic Forum has more money to buy the FBI over 100 times. Okay, and then the NSA is the one. So they're trying to turn everybody into transhumanity. Into what? 
transhumanity. It's called when your grandkids have a platform on social media, they can control them. So if you're the Amish, they can't control you, okay? So it's kind of like the indigenous people. The Amish are the new indigenous because we wiped all the indigenous people out, the Indians. So now the Amish, if we all stay local and don't believe any of this stuff and just attack the World Economic Forum, I like to tell everybody, if you're a conspiracy theorist, you should look up Whitney Webb. She has all the answers. And how the whole you, thing um, is... How would you suggest we attack the World Economic Forum? Are you suggesting violence? You, you, she'll No, she'll tell you how to do it, okay? The whole thing is staying local and, and don't worry about these small conspiracies. The whole, you're going to see, they're going to start shutting our power off because they have a big investment in cobalt. It, in cobalt? Uh, yes, it's... it's it's everybody, you know. You know, Elon Musk is 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 a traitor, and Donald Trump is too. They're the ones who are exposing these nationalists. That's why all the nationalists lost their elections because of the World Economic Forum. I just want you to look up Whitney Webb. She'll let you know everything, and there's plenty of her, like thirty of her. And what happened is there's pressure coming right now, and things are going to start happening very soon. It's going to be, they're going to try, the media's going to say it's, it's domestic terrorists, but it's not. It's the World Economic Forum. And, and so you're yeah. going to, you're, you're, you got to ed- educate yourself because a lot of people, the best thing to do is buy local, stay local, and shut off all your platforms. Never open up a platform on social media. It's poison. What, about, trans- what, what about calling in on a talk show and a local radio station? Yeah, they can they can do all they want. They're already cornered. The FBI are are trash. You know, Donald Trump is trash. Elon Musk is trash. They they are working for the same people. They're just exposing all the people who are nationalists and don't. You know, well, who, stay who, with can, the we, who Amish, can we trust, Dale? Who who can we trust in all this? Trust the Amish and your local family and government. Family so and the gov- Amish are they going to run the world? Is that it? And get your grandkids off these social platforms. They're they're going to turn against you. Oh, okay. It, 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 it's just one conspiracy. Stop worrying about the small ones. We need to uh, to kill the virus. That's the virus, the World Economic Forum. That's all I can tell you. Look up Whitney Webb, and you'll understand everything. Okay. Well, well, I, I need to understand everything after. Because you guys are all believing Republican, Democrat, and these consp- that, that That's so old. That I mean, I, you guys got to move on from that. That's so fake. The election has been rigged for 30 years. The World Economic Forum controls all the elections. Well, you told us before it was the NSA. They said the NSA was controlling everything. Now it's the World Economic Forum? They're the big boys. Yeah, they're the big boys. They're the ones that are going to put chips in you. Who's that? The NSA? The NSA is going to put chips in you? Elon Musk and the NSA, yes. The NSA, Elon Musk. Yep. And Bill Gates. I'm just telling you. Look who the characters are. Bill Clinton, George Bush. Morocco, they're all the same characters. They're all salesmen. I don't know, they're Dale. It sounds, sounds, sounds suspiciously they're like the to... Twilight Zone to me. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> I'm just telling you, don't waste your time on these small ones. Okay, Wait till they start... get to the big ones. Wait till they start taking out our energy and blaming uh, domestic terrorists. You're going to see. Okay. And the media's going to cover it, and the FBI's going to cover it up. When that happened, when that happens, you call us and let us know what happened. If they're going to cover it's it up... It's already happening. They're already taking... They're already sabotaging all of our electric. Come on, man. Okay, They're man. sabotaging all of our energy. Yes, they are. All right. They have an investment, and nothing's going to get in their way. 
All right. Okay. Thank you, Dale. Always an interesting take on the world situation. Okay. We'll have so to we have to take up, a break uh, here, and we have to go attack the... Uh, <laughs> we have to look up Whitney Webb. Whitney Webb. I've never heard of her. I don't know anything about the woman. Do you? Uh, not offhand. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not sure it's a woman. I'm not sure it's a person. But uh, we could look that up. But don't, aren't you troubled by the fact that President Biden doesn't allow... You know, the free flow of information in these press briefings. He always has a list of people that he has to call on. And his little paper. You, I told you why he does that. He does that because it's either that or you're going to have people. But he doesn't do it to balance. Race. He doesn't balance it out. He and, never calls on conservative he, media. He, he does. You know, I have seen him. I have heard him. Usually, yeah, him. yeah, but come on. You've call got to admit it. Peter, Peter Ducey has to yell his questions out and then Biden will occasionally answer him. Yeah. But he doesn't call. All on him. I have. I, all I know is I've seen it, and I also, you know, <laughs> I can remember some of the questions that some of the right-wing media have asked of Biden. Uh, one, which you probably stood up and applauded, the the questioner said essentially, "Mr. President, why do most people, maybe not most, why do people think you're feeble?" I mean, that was basically the question. All right. Well, then what about the question they got thrown by one reporter asking whether he ordered vanilla or chocolate ice cream? See, I don't. I didn't see that. That that happened. That happened too. Well, that's, that's for fine. sure. Well, no, but that's not what's the answer. I think we have to ask the president tough questions, and if he can't answer tough questions, he shouldn't be president. And I think he does. I think he doesn't. All right, Steve and I'll be back after the news break and on the mark. Brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Join us for that. Open phones one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five or email us at on the mark at wkok.com. This is WKOK Sunbury. Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here's your host for On the Mark, Joe McGranahan. Thank you. Welcome back. I'm here today with Steve Kushaloff, Mark Lawrence taking a couple of days off to go out and attempt to kill a deer, I guess, with his bow and arrow. And we wish him unparalleled success in that venture. It will be the first time in 40 years that he's actually succeeded. On the Market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open at 1-800-795-9565. And our program is brought to you, as always, by the Sunbury Motor Company, a family-owned dealership since 1915. 4th Street in Sunbury, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. The Sunbury Motor Company sells Ford, Hyundai, and Kia cars. They're a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks and all sizes of trucks and a master towing service with decades of experience. If you have a service need, they invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury, where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection, nitrogen for tires, and they're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday, 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. Check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. 
in the news headlines this morning. It's mayor versus administrator in Sunbury, where the mayor wants the administrator's pay cut from next year's budget, but the administration says the mayor doesn't get it. Sunbury Mayor Josh Brocia says city administrator Derek Backer isn't doing his job and his position should be cut. Brocia told WKOK on Monday that Backer isn't doing enough to obtain grants for the city and those the city does have were, quote, handed to Backer by local legislators. Backer called Brocious' statements untrue and is due to a lack of understanding of the process. A Danville Fire Department is celebrating their new $1.4 million fire truck. Friendship Fire Company held a housing ceremony last Saturday afternoon. They received the new aerial truck at the end of September. The fire company says it spent the last few years raising money and also received financial help from Geisinger and Danville Borough. The Pierce Ascendant 100-foot mid-mount truck will help the fire company reach some of the higher buildings their previous tall truck could not reach. Community members came to Saturday's celebration to witness fire safety demonstrations, check out what's on the new truck, and try uh, try on gear and other activities. And WHTM is reporting leadership votes in the Pennsylvania State House are on hold for two races in the suburban Philadelphia area are still too close to call, leaving the balance of power in Harrisburg up in the air. Just 114 votes in Bucks County's 142nd District separate Republican Joseph Hogan in his race against Democrat Mark Moffa. The race has been as close as just two votes, but new data was loaded Monday showing Hogan now leading. With those two races uncalled for in the pending special election to fill the seat of the late Representative Tony DeLuca, the State House sits at 100 Republicans and 100 Democrats. That should be an interesting period of time, don't you think? Oh, 100, sure. 100? Mm-hmm. I think the Democrats were a little premature in celebrating. They were measuring for drapes, but now it looks like it might not happen. Where the We're talking the Pennsylvania House? The Pennsylvania House. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, I from Just from the scuttlebutt on listening to the news networks, it does sound like around the country, uh, Democrats did pretty well in state legislative races. Uh, Democrats have hopefully have learned finally that um, to a great degree that's where it starts. It starts in the in the state houses. Um, for one thing, you've got you've got issues about uh, gerrymandering. Uh, I did see, and you'll love this, Joe. I don't know what state it was, but in at least one state that has a Democratic legislature, they had come up with new districts. And the Supreme Court in that state threw out the Democrats' map. So, you know, here's a, at least superficially it looks like, yeah, both sides do it. Both sides do uh, when they get the power in the legislature and every 10 years comes around. Both parties are guilty of trying to uh, redo the districts to benefit themselves. Well, they may be right. But, you know, we, we've talked a lot about elections, but there are some social issues in the news this week that I think are very interesting, and one is very close to home. And I'm surprised because I always thought this was a conservative institution. Gettysburg College has postponed a painting and writing event hosted by its Gender, Sexuality, and Resource Center for people who are, quote, tired of white cis men, unquote. The private Pennsylvania college offered the event as part of a peace and justice or PJ senior project, but has since postponed it after 
after it was shared online. The event, originally scheduled for last Saturday, told people to, quote, come paint and write about how tired they are of straight white men. The pieces from the event would then be displayed in the school's dining hall for the campus to view. One anonymous Gettysburg alumnus told Fox Digital News that he was pretty upset by the event and that, as a white cis male, the fact that basically people are being allowed to discriminate based on sexuality and race is not something that was ever in the Gettysburg that was taught to me. Even as a conservative, the one thing Gettysburg used to always strive for was diversity, equity, and inclusion, but in an actual good way that you could have conversations. You could have liberals. You could have actual conversations. You could have that academic back and forth as a liberal arts college. The alumnus told Fox News that he believes the event was postponed because they thought they were going to get away with it until it got shared on an Instagram thing with two million people. When a bunch of people saw it, they went, what the heck? He said, adding that he believes the event sends a negative message to Gettysburg alumni and potential donors. I agree with that. Well, I'm not even... Sounds, Are you tired of cis white men? What, what the heck does that mean? Well, apparently at Gettysburg College, they're telling people, we believe you're tired of straight white men. So what does being tired of straight white men entail? Should we just all kill ourselves so that they don't have to deal with us anymore? We can't change the fact that we're white and we're straight, can we? No, Joe. And uh, <laughs> once again, it sounds like uh, somebody has overreached here. We're seeing a, we're, we, we seem to see it a lot coming from both sides. Uh, you know, let, maybe there are things we can actually uh, we could actually uh, celebrate. Like uh, let's talk about let's talk about the recent election in America and some of the changes that we're seeing in the makeup of elected officials. We've got we're going to have twelve women governors. Uh, off the top of my head, I don't know how many of the 12 are Democrat, how many are Republican, no idea, but 12, some of each, I would suspect. I would suspect. Uh, America elected its, uh, an individual who will be only America's third black governor. That's surprising, but that's uh, that shows a, a little bit of uh, diversity. That's down in Maryland. In Pennsylvania, uh, the first black woman has been elected to Congress from Pennsylvania, and uh, we've got the first member of the Generation Z, which is the real young generation. The first member of that generation has been elected to Congress, a young man from Florida who's 25 years old. So, you know, diversity is great. Diversity is uh, is a good thing. Uh, sometimes when we try to, first of all, we try to force impose diversity, force diversity, and then go overboard like an event where people can come in and paint and... But are you you offended by this? Joe, I'm just... I just shake my head. I'm not particularly offended. (laughs) I just shake my head. What if it were the other way around? What if there was a, a an event hosted by, the, let's say, conservatives down there were tired of uh, gay white men? How do you think the reaction would be to that? Probably not very good. No, it I would mean, not be very good. What was the reaction to uh, Charlottesville when you had a bunch of straight white men uh, kind of uh, mimicking uh, Nazis? This was back, what, six years ago. What was the reaction to that? And well, maybe that's got we, nothing to do with the, the sexual nature of this. Well, They're tired of, of white, straight men. You know, it's, it's all a matter had of nothing to do with their sexuality. It had to do with their political beliefs. Uh, sure. And here we're talking they were to discriminate. Or here not. we're talking about whether or not people should be tired of white men. 
I mean, what what is what is the problem with having diversity? We talk about diversity and equity and all these things, and yet it always seems to be that it's people on the left who don't want it. They want to start, you know, shutting down white people. They want to shut down straight people. They want to, you know, educate children about things that are way out of line for their age group. Oh, I know, Joe, and I heard one uh, one Dem- one Republican leader saying that uh, Dem- that Democrats want to turn boys into girls. You know, so uh, once again, people just got they just got to go way out on a limb. And as far as what you're talking about, it tends to be more it tends to be on uh, college campuses. And that is where we do see, you know, we've had over the years, we've had speakers who have been abruptly had their events canceled. Including one at Penn State quite recently. You know, so uh, again, these are things that are hard to defend. But I'll tell you, the idea that we can take these events and try to apply it across the board and say, this is the way it is, uh, you know. So you think these are isolated incidents? Uh, I would say borderline. They are borderline isolated incidents. Well, they are, at the very least, do not promote inclusivity and diversity. No, they don't. And it's which un- was supposedly the stated goal of this group at Gettysburg. And it's unfortunate <laughs> that that that. Uh, but you know, Joe, I don't know what you were like when you were, let's say, between twenty and twenty-five. I remember what I was like, and boy, I thought I was never wrong. And so you talk to a young individual at that age, and they're going to tell you, no, this is the way it should be. Takes you a little while, takes you a couple of years to learn, okay, this is what I believe, but uh, there may be another point of view. Well, as Winston Churchill used to say, if you're not a liberal in your 20s, you have no heart. If you're not a conservative in your 40s, you have no brain. Chris, you're on the mark. Good morning. Good morning, and there you go with the old sticks again. Keep those old sticks a-coming. And by the way, America is a democracy. No, it's not. Look it's a constitutional republic. Hey, would you just let me finish? <laughs> Jeez. Look it up in Merriam-Webster, definition of democracy. Then why doesn't That's the Pledge of Allegiance say... Language. The Pledge of Allegiance says, and to the republic for which it stands, not into the democracy for which it stands. Yes, we're a republic, too. We are a republic first. But go look up the definition in Merriam-Webster of democracy. You're afraid to because you know I'm right. I agree we have democratic principles, but we are not a democracy. <laughs> look it up in the dictionary, then to. talk to me about it tomorrow, okay? Uh, well, go ahead. What else is on your mind? <laughs> Uh, Well, I think Republicans should just quit, give up on voting in Pennsylvania. Democrats all uh, have the thing so well fixed, there's no reason for them to bother voting. It won't count anyway. And I gather you're being facetious here. That's for the Trumpets who... uh, believe the election, last election was fixed and were warning it was going to be fixed forever if they lost this one and blah, 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 blah. And now I have a suggestion for what Trump should say tonight. Oh, I can hardly wait to hear this. What? He should announce his candidacy for Speaker of the House. <laughs> 
Well, first he'd have to be elected to the House. No. He wouldn't? You don't have to be a member of the House to be Speaker of the oh, House. Oh, that's right, you don't. You should know the Constitution, Joe. You're, I thought you right. were faithful to the Constitution. You're right, you don't have to be elected. You're right, I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> All right, I thought you knew that. <laughs> Just like and, you don't you have know, to be, be you don't have to live in the district because he could pull it. Oh, pardon. You don't have to live in the district you run for Congress to represent either. So. And uh, uh, well, you sort of do. No, you don't. It's no, not a requirement. In some cases, no, nope, you don't. There's exceptions. It's all, all right. <laughs> but uh, the 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 speaker of the house he could bully 435 people get up and talk, he'd be immune from libel laws because he's on the House floor. Hmm. Just think of the advantage that would give him. He well, needs that. He'd get maximum publicity. He could say, say anything. And get this, he's second in line for the president. Harris and Biden would have to live in a bunker because, you know, <laughs> he's got the military troops out there on his side uh, wanting him to be president. The Secret Service would have a fit. Well, I don't think that's going to be practical. I don't think he would get elected. I think there are too many people in the House who want the oh, job. Oh, he'd primary everybody out who didn't, who didn't vote for him. He might. You know, he might. Yep, he's yep, not exactly he forgiving. I agree with you. He's not the most forgiving man on the planet. <laughs> And and uh, just for uh, uh, Stan's information, Project Veritas does not go both ways. They're a pure Republican conservative organization that lies, been convicted of lying, have had to pay fines for damages to people. They doctored the films to get rid of ACORN. And there's very little, little that you should have faith in what they say, except that it might be good entertainment if you're right, right wing. And Planned Parenthood is a nonprofit organization, so they should, he should take that into consideration when he talks about they, they want to make profits off abortion okay. by a nonprofit organization. All right. Anything else? Well, I'll do unless you have a response to any of that stuff. No, I, I, you know, you usually make sense. I don't always agree with you, but I can understand your opinions are well-reasoned from your perspective. And read, read, don't forget to look it up in the dictionary. But you will concede to me that we are a republic. I will concede, if you concede to me, we are a democracy. No, we're not. We are democratic We principles. are a Republican democracy or a demo democratic republic. Well, either way, you we're can take it either way and look at the definition of democracy. You're being, you're, you're being Here, very me, technical uh, to say that it isn't. Let me, Chris, if I may. In order, and you're doing that in order to protect the non-democratic elements of our government. That's what well, makes the worst go. That's nothing new. <laughs> now, let me hear. I just looked something up. This may be, Maybe this will clear the whole thing up. In a democracy, the power is in the hands of the people. In the republic, power is in the hands of individual citizens. How? I don't even see. What's the difference? 
it's in the hand. The power is in the hands of the people. The power is in the hands of individual citizens. Well, I don't even know see, what the technically, in the old days, democracy strictly defined in a very technical way. It means every person votes on every subject, not that you have representatives voting for you. But in common usage and by the definition in the dictionary, uh, democracy means either vote by the people or vote by the representatives. The, simp- the, the simplest definition... So is you can rep- look it up. The simplest definition of a republic is, is a state in which supreme power is held by the people and their elected representatives and which has an elected or nominated president rather than a monarch. And that's exactly what we are. Sounds like a democracy. Well... You can argue the back and forth. It's like how many angels can dance on the head of a pin. Well, see, that's but the distinction it. meant something to our founding fathers who made us a republic and not a democracy. That's a, a republic is a form of democracy. Yeah, what would, <laughs> what, what would the founding fathers have done differently if they said, look, let's make this country a democracy? And, what would they have done differently? And, Which is, and why are you, Joe, arguing about angels on the head of the pin if that's what you think it is? When, <laughs> well, and you interrupt people every time they say that. It's a distinction without a difference to some people, but it's not a distinction without a difference to me. Here, here. So Why? There you go. Why? Because you I, want to I don't protect think, the non-democratic no. areas of our of uh, American democracy. I honestly don't think that this list, this argument is going to be compelling to our listeners. So, <laughs> I don't either. So let's. But you seem to not really be willing up. to give in. So I just thought I'd give you the full information uh, of how I look at. Thank it. you, Chris. All I right? appreciate your thoughtfulness in giving me that. So yeah. thank you very much. Hey, we got to take a break right now. We're listening. You're listening to On the Mark on WKOK Sunbury, Pennsylvania. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Okay, welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranham with Steve Kushaloff. Our producer is Lynn Hall. 1-800-795-9565 is our toll-free hotline number. Email us at onthemarkatwkok.com, as one of our listeners has done this morning. Says, hi, Joe. My schedule has changed, so I haven't been listening. This morning, I had the chance to tune in. The first words were you saying Biden's great weakness. I turned the radio off. That comment of yours is destructive to the unity of America. It was nasty and childish, and I was thinking that kind of junior high 
high school rhetoric was thankfully going out of style. You could have said Biden did this in China, and I think he should have done that. But no, you had to take the low road. Is it in keeping a kid to keep up ratings? I would hope the Susquehanna Valley is better than that. Actually, it was based off a story, that a comment that was uh, made by, um, let me see, I had the paper here. I guess I tossed it out. But it was talking about that Joe Biden exhibited great weakness in his first meeting, and it was based on his coming across the stage with his hand outstretched, the fact that uh, Xi, Bing, Xi Jinping looked dour. It was an analysis, and it was, it was in relation to that that I made that comment. And where can I, here, I have my iPad right here. Where can I look that up and verify it? It was on Fox News, ah, the website. Ah, it was so, like one of their commentators. Yes. It was a talking head. It was an opinion. On Fox News. Well, and so they're not allowed to. Joe Scarborough there. can have opinions, and you would just fall down on your knees and say, oh, it's the manna of manas. Yeah, but if a Republican has a comment, it's suspect. Well, Joe is a Republican, and the other thing... Joe is not a Republican. He is an independent now. He yes, was he once a Republican, but, no but he longer. was never a Republican. Well, he was once a Republican. I mean, he once swore fealty to uh, another one of your heroes, Newt Gingrich. You Newt know. Gingrich is not necessarily one of my heroes. I'd love to know who your heroes are. The Ronald only, Reagan. Okay, Ronald Reagan. The only other one I can think of is Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, I like her, too. There you go. Dan, you're on the mark from New Berlin. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Well, Joe, you're right. We're a representative republic. We're no democracy. If we were a pure, pure democracy, guess what? Abortion wouldn't be legal. Gay marriage wouldn't be legal. And Hillary would have won the presidency back in 2016. We're a representative Republican. I know a lot of people that lean left today, even even Republicans that lean that way, always want to use the word democracy, 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 and that's not exactly what we are. So you're right, Joe, there. Uh, and... Uh, I'm interpret. I'm going to interpretate what I think Dale was saying. Over there, Biden was at this global conference. John Kerry was there, and the irony of this whole global climate change is the only country they want to change is the United States. China uses all the fossil fuel fuel they want. Russia's not worried about it. Why is the United States the only one, and Biden goes along with it, to want to do anything about so-called global climate change? Well, it has nothing to do with global climate change. It has to do with global control. We're the only country that's basically free, representative republic. And we're the only country that we eat what we like. We have loads of freedom. We have freedom of religion. We have all the freedoms. We can travel wherever we want. And we're not under control. 
but that's the issue. But it's there are, there are limits, global. Dan. There are limits. We have to conform to laws. We have to, you know, obey laws or we face consequences. You know, there, right. there are okay. restrictions on society. We have, we have a great deal of freedom, but it doesn't come without limitations and restrictions. Under a democracy, basically, it's, as one of our listeners points out, it's a way of governing which depends on the will of the people. But what do you do when the people are divided? Whose will do we follow? We can't follow the will of the people if the people don't agree. Right. Well, we have representatives. And right. Which is why our representatives represent us. Now, of course, in my in our area, we have good representatives represent what I believe. But I didn't quite finish on global climate change. It has nothing to do with global climate change. It has to do with controlling people. John Kerry over there, you can check this all out. John Kerry said the pandemic, he didn't use the word planned, I did. The pandemic, COVID-19, showed how we can control people, mainly United States. They, the other places don't have to worry about control. They have control. China has complete control of their people. No freedom from Christianity is, is true Christianity over there is, you know, they can lock, they'll lock you up, put you in a camp, try to retrain you. Same with Russia. United States is the only place, bastion of freedom. And they can't have it if you have a one-world rule. We're the last place that they have to get under control. So I think I think Dale was on to that, but it's uh, it's awful hard to interpret what he's trying to say. <laughs> but I think I'm glad I'm not the only one that has trouble interpreting Dale. <laughs> but uh, but this is but if you follow that global climate issues it has nothing to do with the global climate it has to do with people control and that's what that was all about you you pick up what john Kerry said he's a globalist he wants united states they want united states to not to be the country we grew up in they talked about cattle they don't. They want to get cattle down to about half the cattle we have right now because, <laughs> well, what are they going to do? They're going to get the food supply down. So we're groveling for food. Well, we're groveling for oil too. Listen, we'll give you the final and word. Oil, the same thing with that's a good good thing. Thank you, Joe, for bringing that up. That's why they're. That's why we're not drilling, we're not pumping, we're get we're under control of oil. Everybody is dictating our price, and because if they can control your energy and can control your food, you'll get to the point where you'll become a sheeple, and yeah, you'll, we don't you'll be there. glad just to have 
food. Listen, Dan, we got to move. We got to move on. Energy. We got to move on, Dan. Thanks for your comments. As always, we appreciate them a great deal. Uh, we have an email, and then we have to take a break. Uh, Steve, how can we say the vote counts when it takes over a week to call some elections? How is it that these states that can't count the votes in one day? How is it that the Democrats seem to pull ahead overnight with perfect margins to be elected? I have a real problem trusting the election process the way it is currently done. Yet, if we raise concern, the Democrats cry election denier. We have an incompetent president with very low approval ratings. We have record inflation, highest gas prices ever, yet the Dems still control the Senate. Yeah, okay. And do you think anyone will look into this young liberal who was the second highest donor to the Democratic Party, who had the cryptocurrency exchange business that went belly up and had ties with the Ukraine? I have my doubts. And yet you wonder why many of us don't trust anything that our government does. So I don't know who he's referring to as uh, the um, young liberal. You haven't heard about this cryptocurrency guy that donated so much money to the Democrats, uh, and he's now gone belly up. He's, his business is floundering. You haven't heard of that? Haven't heard it yet, Joe. That's I'm a true. It's I, been covered in the media. I Again, once again, I forgot to be watching Fox News. It's not Fox all day News. Yesterday. It's been covered by others too. So, uh, Dan, uh, bus- the, check the business channels. It's yeah. been a big story. We'll we'll check it out. Two of the things, <laughs> right. Dan. I'm sure you're you're on it. I could tell you're right on it. You want to f- get to the bottom of this one. Dan raised a couple things. He said. Um, if we were a true democracy, abortion would be illegal. Well, uh, a, a quick check on uh, uh, finds that actually 61% of uh, Americans believe that abortion should be legal. 37% believe that abortions should be illegal. So if we were a true democracy where everybody could vote on everything as it came up, uh, abortion uh, would be legal. As far as climate change, uh, again, this is what the voters say. 71% of voters think climate change is a serious problem. But that's a poll. That's not an established vote. No one went to the polls and said, do you think this is a serious problem? Yes or no? And we vote on it. No, but I think they're uh, sampling opinions, and that's not the same thing as the will of the people. And on the uh, exit, As we found out from the election polls. On the, uh, yeah, the pre-election polls, but as far as the post-election polls, and again, it's just a sampling. It's just exit polls. I understand that. But you do see uh, certain truths come out. Uh, you saw where um, reproductive rights was a major issue in both Michigan and in Pennsylvania. And you also saw where uh, democracy was a major issue across the country. And so was, so was the border control. Henry Cuellar got reelected despite Democrats who were opposed to him because he calls a space to spade and points out that the emperor is naked. And now that's another reference to President Biden I apologize for, but the emperor needs a new soda, suit of clothes. Well, of course, in one of your uh, biggest uh, border uh, individuals was the woman, Carrie Lake, in Arizona, who tried to make uh, you know border control a major issue. She got defeated. Not yet. She's It's close. It's been called, but it, there's still a lot of votes out there to count. I, hey, we got to take a quick break. We have a call pending. We invite your calls, one 800 59565 Email us at WKOK.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranham with Steve Kushloff. Lynn Hall is our producer. The program brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. And our angry man is late today. Eric, good morning. You're on the, on the market. Not, not angry, I'm sure. 
Not angry at all. Good morning, gentlemen. And Steve, very well, kind. Welcome to you, sir. Thank you. A refreshing breeze on a sometimes stagnant air show. Welcome, Steve. Happy to have you back. I said somewhat. So sometime, I would be the, the I would be the element of stagnation, I gather. Joe? Well, not, 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 not now. Now you sound like you're feeling guilty, Joe. Not at all. Not at all. But uh, Steve always brings uh, fresh perspective, uh, sometimes blowing in from the left, a, a left leftily, I don't know. Um, but uh, great to have Steve on as usual. Mark, I hope you're out there getting a deer somewhere. Uh, so, right now, I think, correct if I'm wrong, about 55% of the registered voters are now female. I think it's a, a majority. Does that sound right to you guys? I have no idea. I don't know what the national uh, what the national count is, to be honest with you. If you say that, I think that's certainly feasible or possible. Yeah, I think so because the there's more women U.S. registered LVB registered voters than men because well, us guys tend to die off younger and so on and so forth. Uh, so to have a party which many of its leaders are stating no exceptions for uh, a woman who becomes pregnant, when obviously that issue does not affect men. Uh, and I, I think that truly was a deciding factor in this election. Um, because did any of the candidates who came out and said, I believe abortion is totally unacceptable and there's no exceptions, did any of those candidates win? I know not in Pennsylvania, did any of those candidates win across the United States? I don't think they did. According to the story I heard, and ironically it was on Fox News, that they, they did an analysis of that, and they said that they were talking about rejecting extremism, and they pointed out that the candidates who had no exceptions lost, and those who would carve out exceptions either won or did better. Can I just toss in one thing? Uh, let's not make the assumption that the only in, that the only people who said there should be no exceptions were all men the woman who the, the woman who ran against uh, governor whitmer in michigan was one who said there should be no exceptions in the case of incest or rape. And she even, and I did look it up, she even went so far as to say if a young woman is impregnated by a uh, member of her own family, that giving birth to the child could be a healing process. Hmm. And, and this woman is of childbearing age? <laughs> I, I guess. Uh, what, the woman who made the statement? The candidate for yeah. governor in Michigan. Well, she, yeah, she, she looked like she I don't know how old she was, but she was defeated. So the only point that I'm making is that um, it isn't only uh, men who are trying to impose very strict uh, restrictions on reproductive rights. Well, I, all I can say is, and I could be wrong, and Joe certainly correct me, as always. I always open to correction if I'm making a false assumption. I don't listen to the show absolutely every day. Has there ever been a woman who called into this show and said, yes, I believe that there should be no exceptions for uh, someone who is pregnant to get an abortion? Not in I, those, I don't not recall, in those, not I don't in recall anyone, any woman I'm calling in and said, yep, question. I totally agree with that. <laughs> not, I'm trying to answer your question. We've had women who call in and say that they believe in the unrestricted right, right of a woman to make a decision. Now, that implies to me that they would uh, subscribe to what you just said, even though they didn't phrase it in those words. No, what I'm saying, did anyone ever call in and said, 
that there should be no exceptions, that if a woman becomes pregnant, she must have the baby no matter what. Oh, must have the baby no matter what? Oh, yes, we've had several of those people. Several women? Yeah. Interesting. I know the one gentleman very much in the morning who called in and said if his 17-year-old daughter became pregnant, you know, he, he definitely thinks she's have the baby no matter what. And I, <laughs> and I, as a, as a father, and I'm, I'm a grandfather, but a granddaughter, not all of my daughters, but, uh, you know, to, to sit and watch, uh, a daughter go through the, the, the trauma of having a baby, which was, you know, as a result of rape, I'm not going to throw incest out because assuming that won't be a, a problem with that family, but to, to see that, I just see I just see this issue. Yeah, granted, um, and, and again, I, I've stated my position on this, which is the same as, as, as my faith and my church, is that it should never uh, it should never be for the convenience of the mother, uh, assumed as a, a, a way of uh, birth control, and should never be brought into the conversation because the sex of the baby is not the desired one. But there should be a way to uh, women who find those situations to have choices. And then if a difficult choice has to be made, then, then the support necessary for them to be assisted in that choice and then living with the choice afterwards. Because I believe truly if, if a woman, even if she's raped or whatever, and first of all, it's a traumatic, very traumatic experience, but then to give up the baby, I think is also a traumatic experience and it's additive one upon another. Um, but to me, I, I still say this is just you know, uh, men out there who are trying to keep control of women. And let's face it, if men got pregnant, if, if, if it was for a man to get pregnant, we won't be having this conversation. Well, according, I guarantee it. According to the left, that's a possibility. What's that, Joe? Men getting I'm, pregnant. No, 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 I knew oh, you were going to go that way, Joe. <laughs> let, let's, let's stay on the issue, okay? okay. Uh, and, and you guys always do that to try to muddy things. And I'm, I'm trying to keep, keep a, a, a clear water discussion here. Okay. Nah, I like so, mud. So do that. I like mud. <laughs> I know you do. And <laughs> throwing it is kind of part of <laughs> part of the life you live sometimes, and I understand that. All right. And with that, oh, I'm sorry. I are you still there? We all agree on everyone have a show. Okay. Thanks a lot. I'm sorry, Eric. We have to move along, and we have to take a break. Bob, hang on. We're going to get to you just a moment from now. Uh, after we take a very quick break to stay on schedule, and we'll be back with on the mark. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back to On the Mark. Bob, I'm got getting to you. You're on the mark. Sorry I had, had to make you wait. Go ahead. No problem. Hey, Steve, it's nice to have a Democrat on the show for once. Always a, a pleasure. Democrat. Often a pleasure, I should say. No, it's always a pleasure. 
And I just want to say, you know, all the problems in the world right now are caused by the Trump administration. Well, <laughs> because, you know, that's what they say when the last president left, the problems coming are from the last president. Well, that's right? true. Absolutely. I remember when Trump first took office, one of his first news conferences. I can hear it now. He said, I inherited a mess, a mess. And even in foreign affairs, I inherited a mess. And Joe Biden, mess. I inherited a mess. I inherited a mess. Who's going to say? Joe Biden, Don, he took back Trump's border plan, keeping them back in Mexico, but nobody's talking about that. That's because he's not sticking to it. Bob? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. go ahead. I don't know if he's sticking to it or not, but that's the understanding. I mean, it might take time for it to happen. Well, they had 300, I forget how many, 320,000 encounters in the month of October along the border. And then they fire the guy who was trying to do something about it because Mayorkas doesn't like the fact that he's exposing him for the incompetent he is. And at the same well, how time, long has the border been the way it has been? Since the is? Biden administration. It was oh. pretty much shut down oh, during but, Trump. So they tore, they tore down walls? Nope, they didn't build them. That's the problem. They're still building them. No, they're not. They're still building under Trump's administration. No, well, they were under Trump, but now... They're putting the, so much money into it. One of the governors is trying to block the border with uh, cargo containers, and the federal government's going after him for doing it. Yeah, and what would that stop? What would that do? That would stop people from coming across the border. They go no, right under it. If you climb no, over no, the walls, they the drill holes under the walls. If they want in, they're going to get in no matter what. Well, that doesn't mean we make it easy for them, Bob. Well, if they're trying to save their lives, what's the problem? The problem is they're not trying to save their lives. All these are mostly single young men coming across the border for economic reasons, not because they're oppressed. I thought it was all women and children. No, you watch the coverage. Yeah, I, you know, turn on Fox News. They do, whether you like them or not, they cover the border. They have the videos. It's quite clear that the overwhelming majority are young, unattached men coming across the border. And we want Donald Trump to run again. We really do, because we know we're going to be able to kick his butt again in 2024. Okay. We'll give you the last word. We have another call we got to get to. Keep going. What do you want to say? Get your vaccination. Stay safe and have a happy holiday. Same to you. Take care, sir. Okay, Al, you're on the mark. Final caller of the day, probably. Yes, you will be. Okay, thank you. Um, Well, I'm over this election... I boiled it down to, you know, to talk about it on the radio. My opinion is it was like two extremes, Mastriano on one side and Fetterman on the other. Um, And Fetterman won. And Fetterman, you know, abortion with him is okay. Now, pro-life, I am. So, of course, you, you know, I don't like that, but... Fetterman, it's fine with him all the way up to right before birth. So that's extremely all the way that way. And then you got Mastriano, which would said he said no exceptions, no exceptions for rape. And they tried to say the life and the mother, but I think that was his only exception. I would think, I would hope to God it would be. Anyways, um, 
rape, and incest. Now, that's what Oz went with, and he lost by 2%. And a lot of people that are pro-life could almost accept rape and incest, and then you still have to live with the result of every abortion. It's a life that would have been that isn't and won't ever be. So that plays your whole life on your mind. So that's what it came down to. So it, it and they didn't do very good um, on explaining that at all or refuting anything on that on on uh, the Republican okay, side. Okay, we got to go. We're out of time. Thanks, Al. Appreciate your comments, sir. We thank you for being with us today, Mister. What's your name? Kushaloff. Yes, Steve. Sure. Breath of fresh air. Yes. We'll get to that email this morning that suggests that maybe the air around you ain't so fresh. Oh, it's <laughs> fresh as a daisy. Join us again tomorrow and on the mark. Mark Barnes taking some time off. Steve and I'll be back on WKOK Sunbury. Thanks for listening.